Hi, everyone, and welcome to the American Ambulance EMS podcast. I'm Dr. Danielle Campaign, American Ambulance's medical director. I'm here with our fantastic co-hosts, Dr. Sajin Bakta and Dr. Patil Armenian. Hi, everyone. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about dental emergencies. Who serves a million people in the valley? We do. The brave men and women of the double A are the best at what they do in EMS today. The finest place in the world to be. Is right here as a part of Americans' family. Help is on the way, got a unit and route. No matter the problem, when in doubt, we send them out. Sure as the sunrise, sure as I bust this rhyme, 10 minutes or less. Every call, every time, this is my career path, this is what I do. The double A's, red, white, and blue. Get your call on. Here comes American. Get your lights on. Here comes American. Get your gurney on. Here comes American. Get your gloves on. Here comes American. Get your save on. So today, um, Dr. Armenian is going to be telling us about an interesting case that she had and how this whole topic came up. Yeah, so this topic came up recently because I had a patient who was brought in by EMS and had a tooth knocked out. In short, um, he was running and fell and hit his face and his front tooth was knocked out. So that's an important tooth for cosmetic reasons. And the medic had actually left the tooth on scene, not realizing that we could reimplant the tooth. Um, and so right when we were having this discussion of where's the tooth, do you have the tooth, the patient actually zipped open his fanny pack and pulls out the tooth and is like, here it is. And so we were actually able to successfully reimplant the tooth at that point. Um, and so I just kept thinking, is there even a protocol for this? And there really isn't one. So we thought we'd talk about uh, a topic today that doesn't really have a protocol, which is what do you do with teeth? So today we're talking about dental emergencies. There are not many true dental emergencies, and these occur rarely, which is, again, why there's no protocol for it. The only true dental emergency is an avulsed tooth, which is when the entire tooth, including the root, is knocked out. Um, And we're going to get into this topic in detail. But of course, emergency is in the eye of the beholder, and people may call EMS for transport for tooth fractures, which are broken or chipped teeth, dental pain, or dental infections. And in addition, we also care for trauma patients who have facial and mandibular fractures. So what's really cool about teeth is that once you have a fully evolved tooth, you can actually put it back in, and those tiny little periodontal ligaments will just regrow, and um, and you can have the tooth almost be back to normal. It's, it's very interesting how the tooth can just kind of take hold back, you know, in the area where it lived and look normal. Um, now, this doesn't happen all the time. It really 25 to 40% of the time, um, you have success with reimplanting an adult tooth that has been avulsed. But Still, that's those are pretty good numbers. I mean, I would want that instead of the opposite, which is basically having to get a prosthetic tooth and going through multiple dental procedures to make that happen. And most of the time, they're going to try it anyway. We don't know what's going to take and what's not. So this is going to be your biological dressing, right? They're going to put it in. We're going to splint it. And then um, we're going to see if it takes. If the tooth dies and it turns black and it doesn't uh, survive, then, of course, they're going to take out that dead tooth and then go through all the dental procedures or just have an empty space there, which some people do. So let's look into how often does this happen? How often do we see it? You know, it's really actually hard to know. There's no protocol for this. So at American Ambulance in 2020, we looked at the impression was a traumatic injury and the complaint location was head. 
So that can be very vague. But with that, um, there was about 3,000 of those calls in uh, 2020. So we can't really uh, quantify how often it's actually a dental trauma case. We do see a lot of these cases in the hospital, though, where it's, you know, multi-system trauma, car accidents, falls, fall off horses, agonsense, and teeth are missing, but they're also calling EMS for other things, broken extremities. So I'm sure these calls get mixed in. But Patil's case is a great one because it's isolated, single tooth, and the whole tooth was out. And I do think in general, in my years of practice, most dental emergencies are walk-ins and people are not calling EMS for this type of complaint, which is why we don't see it very often. So let's talk about teeth. A tooth consists of a central pulp and that is covered by dentin and then that is covered by enamel. The pulp contains the neurovascular supply of the tooth. The crown is the part of the tooth you see, which is covered in enamel. And the root is the part that anchors the tooth in the alveolar bone. Primary teeth, or baby teeth, are replaced by permanent, or adult teeth, between the ages of about 5 to 17. This is important because in the case of a tooth avulsion, we don't really care too much if it's a baby tooth. Um, But if it is a permanent tooth, this is a tooth that we'd like to reimplant and save if possible. So um, when when it comes to assessment and treatment of these patients. Again, there's no protocol. All that is needed is timely transport. And pre-hospital care should focus on two things. First, protection of the airway, which is key in facial and mandibular fractures. Bloody airways are really common with severe facial traumas. And the other is preservation of the dentition. So you can make a huge difference in the outcomes of these patients if you preserve the avulsed tooth. And that's the whole tooth that has come out with the root and everything intact. If there's a broken tooth and there's like a chip that's broken off or a piece that's broken off, that is something that a dentist is really going to have to fix cosmetically. But we're talking about when the entire tooth is evolved, including the root. And again, we talk about time a lot in pre-hospital medicine, but time is actually of the essence. Within one hour, the periodontal ligament cells start to die. And so the goal is actually to try to get that tooth back into the socket within one hour after it is uh, evolved. Let's go through some uh, key pieces of advice um, for the medics. Okay, so some key pieces of advice are don't manipulate loose or displaced teeth unless airway intervention is needed. So that means don't pull out a tooth uh, by accident. And if a tooth is avulsed, um, you don't have to try to put it back in yourself. And we're going to talk about how to bring that avulsed tooth in um, in detail. Now, if there is bleeding, control the hemorrhage with gauze and direct pressure. And um, if the patient is immobilized on a backboard or is intoxicated, of course, be cautious with your gauze. Now, sometimes there's too much hemorrhage or airway trauma, and in these cases, the patient may not be able to lay down flat, so it's best to keep them upright in a seated position if you can. And if you're worried about C-spine precautions, then make sure that if they are laying flat, you have suction on so that you can suction these patients during transport. These can be very bloody airways. I think it's so hard when they are in C-spine, they're laying flat, they have facial trauma, broken teeth. You wouldn't think a tooth would bleed that much, but it does. And then they're really trying to control that airway. So airway always comes first. Let's talk about bringing the advulsed tooth in. Um, What's the best way to do this? You know, not every um, ambulance rig carries a cup or carries something that you can put it in. You in the hospital, we have like the urine cups. Hospital, we have, you know, milk containers to put in. We have so many things. So um, Patil, take us to the rundown. How best to bring this tooth into the hospital? 
So the first word of advice is hold the tooth by the crown only. And remember, the crown is the part of the tooth that you see. Um, never touch the root as that can damage the periodontal ligament and can potentially worsen outcomes. So really, we're trying to just hold the tooth by the part you see, never touch the root. And then also um, regarding root damage, you're never going to wrap it in anything. So we're not wrapping it in towels or paper towels or plastic. You don't want anything really touching that root. Now, we have to think creatively about transporting this tooth. The best solution to put a tooth in is actually something called Hank's Balance Salt Solution, which, of course, you know, rigs typically don't carry. Actually, I just recently found out we have it available in our emergency department. I didn't even know we had it because it's this is so rare. But um, this is a salt solution composed of inorganic salts and supplemented with glucose. And you can use it to uh, wash the tooth. Um, it's also buffered with phosphate and maintains a physiological pH and osmotic pressure. And so you can basically put the tooth in that. Now, since that's something not really available, um, in a lot of places, other options are milk. Milk is a really good option, and that's something we actually use in the emergency department. We'll get one of our plastic urine cups and fill it with milk and put the tooth in there while we're figuring out what to do next. There is a commercial product called Save-A-Tooth, which is a shatterproof container that has Hank's solution in it. Most places don't stock these. Now, one other option is saline. So if nothing else is available, you could use normal saline. And in our system, we have the five milliliter pre-filled saline syringes. And so you could actually pull the plunger out of that, put the tooth in, and so transport the tooth in that medium. And let's say none of that is going to be an option, right? Your last best option is inside the patient's mouth. Now, this isn't really preferable because... The mouth also harbors a lot of bacteria, and so you could easily get the like the root could easily get infected from the mouth's own bacteria. So we don't really recommend this. Also, let's say you have a really bumpy ride. There's a tooth in their mouth. What if they like aspirate the tooth or swallow it or you lose the tooth? So that's also something to think about. But you know, well, when all else fails, that's going to be your last option is to put the tooth in the patient's own mouth uh, while you're transporting. Like I feel like if I'm backpacking and I fall and my tooth falls out, it's going to be in my buccal mucosa. It's just going to hang out there <laughs> until I can backpack my way to a dentist and put that back in. Because uh, you really do want to keep it uh, healthy and like air is bad for it, touching anything is bad for it, and you're not going to have all this stuff. I think for American Ambulance, we have those great five mil pre-filled normal saline syringes. Put the tooth in there, pull the plunger up, put the tooth in there, transport it with you to the hospital. And definitely don't, we don't really recommend trying to put the tooth back in just because it's going to waste time. It's going to be, and it's going to be really hard because typically what happens when a whole tooth gets avulsed is that the entire tooth socket starts filling up with blood and blood clot. And so even for us to put a tooth back in, in the emergency department, we usually have to numb up the area really well. And then we do some like high pressure irrigation to get all the clot out before we can try to um, place that tooth back in. So it does it does take a little bit of work to get that clot out and the patient's going to be in too much pain to do without blocking the nerves um, in that part of the mouth. And we also have materials 
that we call splints that we can place over the tooth to help keep it in place if it is a wiggly tooth or if it's been avulsed so that it protects the tooth from popping back out and also protects the patient from messing with the tooth too much. So take home points. What do we want the crews to remember? Patio. If there is an avulsed tooth, definitely transport it with the patient. Sajin. We are talking about teeth today, but always focus on airway first and remember to control the bleeding if there is. Great. My take on point is remember for a tip or trick, you can use the 5 ml uh, normal saline pre-filled syringe, take the plunger off, stick the tooth in there, put the plunger back on, and now you've got a nice safe medium to carry that with you on your way to the hospital. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. If you guys like the American Ambulance EMS podcast and you feel like this has been useful for you, please give us a five-star review on the iTunes store so that we can move up in the ratings so that uh, other uh, pre-hospital professionals can listen to us as well. Um, And we're also taking any solicitations for ideas or or topics that you want covered, and you can email us anytime at podcast at americanambulance.com once again that's podcast at americanambulance.com thanks thank you for joining us on the american ambulance ems podcast produced by american ambulance in fresno california the views of the guests and the hosts of this show are their own and don't necessarily reflect the views of american ambulance or ucsf fresno the theme song for the show is written and performed by roshan roach the beats were created by young pear and brett schoenwald And I'm John Mark Bergen, American Ambulance's media producer, saying thanks for joining us. Have a great shift and stay safe out there.